The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Scott Walker. Right now that time, 8.15, you're listening to WGNS, and we're joined by Rutherford County Mayor Bill Ketron. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great, Scott. How about you? I am good. Are, are your headphones working? Because we've had headphone problems for the last week now. My headphones so, are great. That's good, as long as you can hear about everybody else's, but I'm, I got mine all. <laughs> now also with us this morning, we have Brian Morris and also uh, Dominique, is it Grimaldi? Dominic Grimaldi. Well, close enough. <laughs> and we're going to talk about veteran services being offered right here in Rutherford County. And I'm sure a lot of services that a lot of people don't know about. And you've got a brand new office located right off of Memorial Boulevard. So I guess just starting off this morning, uh, Mayor Ketron, when was that office actually opened? Well, uh, two weeks ago, Friday, I think we had a ribbon cutting. But if I could just... Uh, Go ahead and step in and tell the listeners how all this came about. Uh, we, uh, the whole community is excited about it. And so um, sometime back last fall, I guess it was. In October. October. Um, uh, Andrew Farr brought Brian in and introduced him to me into my office. And, and um, in the course of that, Andrew is, uh, I think he's statewide chaplain for the vfw yes um and introduced him to me and said that uh, uh and then brian goes uh sir there's do you happen to know where groups like ours can meet and we have like over twenty thousand veterans veterans yes. in rutherford county and um uh, somewhere close to 20 different groups vfw american legion american Am- american AMVETS, AMVETS, etc. All those groups didn't have any place to meet, and I said, just so happened uh, we might have something coming available. So the old school board that was on Memorial Boulevard uh, had been vacated and been our maintenance department for Rutherford County, all of our maintenance crew uh, for some time, and we had another building over on Haley Road that was larger, had a loading dock, etc. And we were making the move because we were let. Uh, renting that to the state of Tennessee and they had downsized because of COVID. So we were moving them over and it left this building. Now that building was in pretty rough shape being a maintenance building. I can imagine that. It was pretty, it was, it was kind of scary to walk in there. I'm not sure how they found things in there, but it was the bones on it were good. We put a new roof on it because the roof was shot and uh, it just, it was a timing thing, you know, timing in life is everything. And this just happened to be, the right place at the right time when they made the ask and i went to the county commission and asked them if we could uh lease this and create a, um, a a home for all of our veterans in rutherford county the county commission thought it was a great idea and then um dominic was located in the goldstein's building right up the street here and he'd been there for some time and i said what a what a better place more parking accessibility especially for many of our veterans who might be on on in wheelchairs or have um, uh, walking issues or anything else get them off the square uh, trying to go all the way back down that hall because he was in the underneath the mezzanine in the Goldstein's building and and he jumped at the idea of moving him over there so he's got the front four offices 
which is now kind of the back because it backs up to Memorial. You can't get there. And then Brian, and, and he kind of oversees the day-to-day operations for all the different groups that come there and meet. And uh, and we cut the ribbon four weeks ago. had about over 300 uh, veterans and other supporters there. Now, the good thing about that location, it's on the route to the local VA hospital. It is. Same road. It is. It sure is. Dominic says just go right down this road. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, basically where we're at we have that shopping center right next to us where uh i guess it's avalon uh gym now and there's a rover stop right there it's less than a quarter of a mile from our door and then they can all veterans ride the rover for free as long as they have a veterans id and they can take the rover down to the va and then the va has shuttles that transport veterans between the murfreesboro va and the nashville va four times a day now, what are some of the biggest services that you're seeing a need for for veterans here in Rutherford County? Well, as far as services, if we're talking about veterans' benefits, uh, that's needed. Um, while the Tennessee Department of Veterans Services does have a satellite office out at the VA Medical Center, they have to adhere to all the restrictions and COVID uh, policies out there. And like right now, they're working a uh, hybrid shift where they only work two or three days in the office and then the other days from home. Um, but we have 21,000 veterans in Rutherford County who are currently receiving veterans benefits. And the total income for the county on that is $250 million a year. Um, and about half the veterans that I see in my office have never filed for benefits before. So if we have 21,000 veterans in the county already receiving benefits, it's safe to say we have many more who have not gone down that road yet. One of the top things I hear from veterans all the time is, I should have done this a lot sooner, or my military buddies were beating me up telling me I needed to do this. So, but it's for veterans, for the benefits, it's your service-connected disability benefits. They do have non-service-connected benefits for veterans who may need help uh, with uh, paying for an in-home attendant or an assisted living facility, something like that. And then, of course, we have survivor benefits for the uh, dependents of a veteran who may pass. Uh, we can help with burial benefits. We can even help uh, with pre-registering veterans and their spouses to be interred at one of the state veteran cemeteries. Now, the more services that are offered for veterans in our community, I would say that also equals a better business community because I read some statistics, I guess it was a couple of weeks ago, about how many businesses in Tennessee are veteran-owned and operated. And I think Tennessee was ranked somewhere around number seven across the country for the large number of veteran-owned businesses per capita. Yes, sir. In our uh, resource center, which we both share, both the county service offices and the Rutherford County Veterans Community Center, we have, uh, we have a bulletin board and a card holder on the wall, and that is strictly held for veteran-owned businesses here in Rutherford County because we want to highlight them, and we also want to uh, let the veterans know, hey, go support these other veterans who are providing these services. And most of the businesses like that I've found in the 17 years I've been living here in Rutherford County, um, most of those veterans' businesses give veteran 
customers, uh, usually they do like 10% off. Some of them will waive taxes. Uh, but we definitely need to support our veteran-owned businesses here as well. Now, going back to Mayor Ketron, I, I know, of course, you used to be in the Senate. So at the state level and then also at the local level, have you seen an increase or a decrease in services offered to veterans here in our in our area? Uh, <clears throat> of course, the General Assembly has always, I, I spent 16 years there in the Senate and General Assembly, any time that, that an issue came up or a bill came up, willing to support. I've never seen the General Assembly in my time down in Nashville back away from that. They were always the first ones. Everybody would scramble to be the first one to make the motion and uh, allocate any funds that whatever it took. And, and we're just so grateful to have an organization like we do here with this office. Uh, we were, I was able to get in the budget an assistant uh, for uh, Dominic because uh, he was doing it all himself, answering telephones, setting up his calendar, et cetera, and, and then meeting with the, the veterans. And um, so we got uh, an assistant in there for him. And general, uh, our, the uh, county commission, you know, they jumped on that very quickly to help. There's no questions asked. I mean, we, we owe it to our veterans to, to step up and, and take care of them and, and make things better in life. And, and in a few minutes, you, we can talk about uh, with Brian and what he's doing in his half of the building um, and uh, as our community center, Veterans Community Center. And Brian Morris is the executive director of the Rutherford County Veteran Community Center. So what what is taking place at the community center? And I assume all this opened at the same time about two weeks ago, right? It was. It did. We had our official grand opening on July 15th. Um, we've been holding meetings there for different groups. So like the mayor had said, there's about 20 different, depending on how you count them, uh, veteran groups, VFWs, uh, everything from VFWs and American Legions, AMVETS, to Project Healing Waters, which teaches fly fishing for veterans who have PTSD. So we have a broad spectrum of groups that meet in there. Um, the first group that met in the building were the Vietnam Vets uh, of America, chapter 10, uh, 1089. And um, so they come in on Saturdays and they were so thankful that they finally have a home. So, you know, these guys, um, it, it was a touching moment uh, for their appreciation towards to, to us, to the county, to the mayor, for everybody getting this done. Um, it was a very moving experience. Uh, we were involved with, um, with the mayor when we brought the, um, the wall that heals here in November. And uh, one of the uh, displays, if you got to see it, was a pair of modern day combat boots or desert boots. And there was a note next to those boots and it was written by a Marine first Lieutenant. And it said something along the lines of, um, I came home to hugs and thank yous and appreciation because you, the Vietnam veteran came home to getting spit on and insulted. And that is a debt I, you know, that that individual can't pay for me, my services at this building. And I would think for everyone in this room, probably that this building is our way of paying that that debt forward or that debt to those guys and then paying it forward to the next generations. You know, it wasn't too long ago that everybody was talking about how we're seeing less and less survivors of World War II. And now we're at a point where we're seeing fewer and fewer survivors of Vietnam. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, there are very few, I don't know what the numbers are, but I know there are very few <laughs> World War II guys left. And, you know, if you were in Vietnam, you're in your mid seventies, you know, or later, depending on when you were in Vietnam. So uh, Vietnam lasted a long time, 10 years. So you're between you know, probably 70 and 80, 85 maybe. 
um, I, you know, do things you, start catching up to you. Do you still, any of you, do you still run across veterans who were in Vietnam who never sought any type of help years after they, you know, actually left Vietnam? I served one yesterday. Yes. Wow. And, he had never filed a claim with the VA before. He didn't even know what his benefits were. And again, a bunch of vet Vietnam veterans he hangs out with started peer pressuring him and telling him you need to go get this done. And luckily two or three of them had come to see me. So they directed him directly to me. And now I'm assisting that veteran to try and get those benefits that he earned through the service to our country. I'm sure a lot of those veterans who were in that Vietnam era, they came back with you know, battle scars that they didn't realize they had until years had passed. Is it hard working with somebody who, you know, needs some type of help, but they don't even need, they don't even know what they need, really? I think it's having that common thread because all service officers, county service officers across the state, it's written into the Tennessee state legislation that uh, every county service officer must be an honorably discharged veteran so we are and even my assistant uh, susan brown she's retired she did eight years active army and 16 years i think it was or another 18 years tennessee in national. our tennessee national guard and she recently retired and she is tickled to death from what she tells me to be able to come to work and assist the veterans in our county that's well, just because she doesn't have to drive to nashville anymore absolutely <laughs> That is the truth. <laughs> now, when you look at the York VA Medical Center, I mean, it's it's intimidating for somebody who's, you know, not grown up in Rutherford County, who's not familiar with it, because there are so many different offices there on that campus. Um, but it sounds like with this new local Rutherford County office, you're able to really better point people in the right direction. We have monthly veterans partnership meetings and it includes uh, not only employees like social workers out at the VA hospital but Greenhouse Ministries is involved Salvation Army is involved and all of the local community agencies even uh, out of Nashville Operation Stand Down uh, who I used to work for and work with homeless veterans uh, they have different programs that we have a floater office in our building so someone from like Operation Stand Down can come down once or twice a week and offer assistance with housing uh, and also talking with the veteran outreach support uh, counselors out at the uh, Career Center here, America's Job Center. One of them wants to come over at least once a week and assist veterans in-house with employment stuff. So it's all coming along. We're still coordinating all of that, but we're trying to have wraparound services because there is still that stigma, uh, especially for the Vietnam veterans, about going to the VA Medical Center. And actually by having this community center and the services that we provide outside of the medical center, we can ease them into that. And we even have volunteers that we can call. And if we have a Vietnam veteran or any veteran who is mistrustful of the VA, and some of them, I'll just say it, are mistrustful of the federal government, we'll assign a mentor to them that when they have to go to a doctor's appointment or anything up at the VA medical center, they'll have a veteran with them who's already in the system, who knows how 
to work the system and uh, can be there as a support person for them right there on the spot and then that's where easing them into that and it winds up being a great thing because they wind up getting the medical services and the uh, benefits that they deserve. So Dominic, uh, I heard last week that since we've opened up and cut the ribbon that your traffic has picked up? You would think with my office being on the square for the last five years that I'd have a line outside my door. Uh, no, but now I do uh, because everybody's coming to check out what the community center has to offer to veterans. That, and warm, like, my, that warm my heart when and I heard and, that. And they're just like, oh, you have a service officer here too. Hey, can we talk about my benefits? Absolutely. So yeah, a lot more foot traffic for where we are. It's, it's very uh, unexpected but it's welcome. Now, a couple of years ago here in Rutherford County, we started a new veterans-oriented court program, uh, and I'm sure that has helped out tremendously for a lot of veterans out there. Um, but is that part of, I guess, the overall program whenever you talk to a new veteran who just comes in for the first time and, and says, hey, I, I really need help in, in this area? Maybe they recently even got arrested for a DUI charge. Um, have you had that happen yet? Uh, yes, I just had that happen, I think, last Thursday or Friday where a veteran reached out and wanted information on the veterans court. And we work closely with them. I attend veterans court every Wednesday morning. And even uh, with, they have veteran only support groups. And mm -hmm. last, or this, last week, last week uh, the, whole veterans com uh, court staff had a conference so what happened was we with our relationship with the people at the VA and in the community a VA peer support specialist who also graduated from the veterans court program got all the veterans from the veterans court I got with Brian Brian gave them a room to meet in and last week they were meeting there at the uh, veterans community center and the uh, the therapist for the Veterans Court program has asked about using the community center for that purpose so they don't have to be over at the recovery court building. And it is, you know, there's, they only have so many rooms there. So hopefully as we go along, that's one of the groups that will be meeting regularly once or twice a week at our community center. And again, the new building, the new community center building for veterans is off of Memorial Boulevard, and again, the actual physical address. What is the physical address? Uh, the physical address is 439 Rice Street. So you if you type either, that in, it'll take yes, you right to yes. it? Yes, or, or you could type in uh, Veteran Services, Rutherford County Veteran Services or Veterans Community Center, and it'll take them right to our doorstep. And um, we, we've had a, I've, I've been on the phone numerous times with Google to get that right because it used to be 502 Memorial and uh, they still have it like that. And I had to have several phone conversations with Google to finally get it to make it right. And as of last Friday, I think it has been That's corrected. Awesome. Yes. Now, I, I know in nearby Nashville, there is a high percentage of those who are homeless who are also veterans. But here in Rutherford County, I, I, I don't know if, are there a lot of homeless veterans or uh, do we know really for sure? Well, uh, I can't give you a number on that, but they're there. Um, uh, there are some encampments and some wooded areas here in Rutherford County that, 
you know, there are, there, there are only veterans in there, and I'd even be a little skeptical about going in those woods after dark. But <laughs> I, I have to say this huh. because it's something we deal with, especially when we're talking about homelessness, and, and we also participate in the uh, housing, health, and human services of uh, Rutherford County. So we have those contacts as well. But right now we're in a housing crisis, and people are raising their rent, and we have a lot of veterans that are being displaced as we speak, yeah. and we have nowhere to put them. The cost of houses have gone up tremendously in Rutherford County. I, I mean, there's no doubt. Even the county school system recently talked about how they have less enrollment in the elementary schools than they did in years past because new families can't afford to move to Rutherford County like they used to. So they're seeing increases in middle school and high schoolers families that are already established uh, and who you know have, have moved up in their career or whatnot um, but for military veterans you know there used to be a lot of programs and I know there still are for that first-time home buyer who's a veteran but sure. I, I don't know that those programs have really kept up to date with different changes throughout the country because I, I was talking to somebody yesterday who's a veteran and he was saying well, the veteran route to get this home loan, the interest rate was actually slightly higher than what my bank was offering me. And so it, it kind of tells me that there's federal programs that have not really kept up the way they should have. Well, people really don't know. You're, what you're referring to is uh, uh, veterans and their qualifying surviving dependents uh, can get what they call a certificate of eligibility for a VA guaranteed home loan. So what that, they just see guaranteed home loan and I got one back when I first got out of the military and I thought that just meant I'm guaranteed to get a home loan. But no, what, what a guaranteed VA guaranteed home loan is, is it's twofold. It gives a guarantee to the veteran and a guarantee to the lender that if the veteran falls behind, on their monthly payments and i believe most will work with them up to five or six months in arrears uh, by taking that certificate of eligibility the lender is guaranteeing that they will work with that veteran to keep them in that house and we have worked with veterans and their lenders on this to where they do what's called a loan restructuring and they take what's in arrears put it on the back of the loan and bring the veteran back up to uh, where they should be on their loan now the guarantee for the lender is is if the veteran abandons the home or does default on the mortgage and the uh, lender has to uh, auction off the property if there is a gap there then the va guarantees the lender that the va will pay them the difference so that the lender doesn't lose any money but that's what the guarantee is on a VA guaranteed home loan. Well, then that, that makes more sense. See, that's information right there that I think a lot of people don't know about. And so, again, this local office will help, I think, educate a lot of people. I explain it every day. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> and, and do you have to have any type of appointment to come back? Because I know you said you can walk in, but is it easier to have an appointment if you have a specific subject you want to go over? Absolutely, because if we can do an appointment, then we can get most of the veterans' information on the front end. 
And then when they come in for their appointment, we can just get to it, uh, filing, you know, going through if we have to on times. So I've, I've gone through a veteran's service treatment records, and some of those records can be 250 to 500 pages long. But somebody has to do it because that's one of the main things I hear at, out of a lot of veterans when I, even when I tell them something like their certificate of eligibility. They doesn't matter if they just got out a year ago or 50 years ago they'll be like you're the first person to ever tell me that so it's an education thing too because it's not it may be a little more time consuming but nobody else is doing it and once I give that knowledge to a veteran they go back to their military buddies and they give that information to them and that's why our phone's ringing off the hook Again, this morning we're talking about the new Rutherford County Veteran Community Center, and there are a lot of services that will be offered through that new office and, and really just a helping hand, I guess, for a lot of veterans out there. And we'll talk more about it when we come back from this short break. Again, you're listening to WGNS on this Tuesday morning. Time right now is 840. Hello, this is Amanda from Animal City, inviting your family to come do business with my family. All of us at Animal City would like to say thank you to the Murfreesboro and surrounding communities for supporting this family-owned business for 32 years. When you come see us, make sure to check out our two full floors full of great pets and supplies to keep them happy and healthy. Animal City, for your dog, cat, reptile, bird, and much, much more. Animal City, 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. When it comes to your home, memories and sentimental value are priceless. Fair Construction can remodel your home or can update your kitchen, bath, or other rooms. I'm Ron Hall. If you can dream it, Fair Construction can turn it into reality. Call Fair Construction at 615-893-6120. That's Fair Construction. I'm Ron Hall. Shop local. Let our family business help you. Fair Construction Company. Hello, this is Melissa Harrell, and it's been my honor to be your circuit court clerk for the last eight years. I would like to thank you for your vote in the county May 3rd primary, which will allow me to continue to work hard for you and Rutherford County. If there's anything the court clerk's office can assist you with, please don't hesitate to call. I'm Melissa Harrell, and please exercise your right to vote in the general election August the 4th. Paid for by friends of Melissa Harrell, Laura Beaudry, Treasurer. We'll see a few spotty showers and thunderstorms possible late this afternoon with partial sunshine developing and a high around 90 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 73. Let's learn about Adams Place, the area's premier senior living center. We're talking with Terry Deal. Adams Place has a full calendar of events uh, in each of our different levels of care. We may be playing cards or board games of some sort. There are going to be entertainers that come in. Socialization in the dining room is a big event. It's an opportunity to get together with a number of your friends and just kind of talk about the day's events. So anytime there's an opportunity for us to be able to have a party, we're having one of some kind. What if you want to have friends over who don't live here? You really are not changing your lifestyle. You're changing your address. And if your lifestyle still includes friends coming over to play cards or to have a social event with you, it's part of your lifestyle, and we want that to continue. Selling your home, downsizing, 
Can Adams Place help us accomplish that? We're partnered with a couple of different companies where they can come in and help you with the downsizing process itself. They'll help you pack, they will arrange the movers, they'll help you unpack, and then they'll help you set up the decor according to your desires. This is Terry Deal. Would like to invite you to come visit with us at Adams Place. Just give us a call, 615-904-9111. We'd love to show you around our beautiful community. There's an urgent need for more women with mechatronic skills for high-wage, high-demand jobs. Join Motlow for Career Preview Day this Thursday, August 4th. RSVP at motlow.edu and search for Women in Mechatronics. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Right now that time, 8.45, you're listening to WGNS on this Tuesday morning. And again, we're talking about a new office here in Rutherford County that opened about two weeks ago, and it's geared towards local veterans. And uh, I, with us this morning, I have Dominic Grimaldi. And, and am I saying your last name correctly? Yes, sir. Good. And, and then Brian Morris and, of course, Rutherford County Mayor Bill Ketron. And we started the morning off, you were saying that there are 21,000 or so veterans living in Rutherford County who are receiving benefits, but there's actually a higher number of veterans who live here. Those are just the ones receiving benefits, right? Yes, sir. As I said, that about half of the veterans that I see on a daily basis have never filed a claim with the VA before. So if we have 21,000 veterans in the county already receiving benefits and half of my clients haven't, it would leave open that there could be possibly 35 to 40,000 veterans in our county. And that means there's a need, hence that's why we now have the Veterans Community Center where Brian and their board of directors, uh, they're looking at ways that we could be more integrated in with the community and uh, work with all the community service agencies to get the veterans the services that they need, whether it be VA or community services. And I know there's grand plans, but Brian could tell you more about that. <laughs> now, I, I know years ago, the GI Bill, the, the bill that helps to pay for education of veterans and, and their, you know, their children as well, um, that's something that's gone up over the years. I think now it's around $90,000 whenever you sign on. And, and then when I was in, it was, I think, around $30,000. But that's something that I think a lot of veterans probably still need help with, especially if they never <laughs> utilize those dollars that they earned to pay for school because their children can use it, right? Uh, they can. Uh, but what you, a lot of veterans, and I'll be honest, until I started this job, being a county service officer uh, for not they have a new GI Bill it's the forever GI Bill and there's a reason why they came out with it and why it's called the forever GI Bill all the other GI Bills prior to that expire after 12 years from the date you separate from service and doesn't mean you have to roll in a school uh, or university within by the 12th year no at the 12th year, your GI Bill benefits are over. Wow. And the same thing, well, they've changed it now, but back in even my day, 20 years ago, um, the uh, VOC Rehab, Vocational Rehabilitation, 
uh, or the Veterans Education Assistance Program, uh, that also eligibility expires after 12 years from separation of service. And I deal with that on a regular basis where veterans who've been out 15, 20, even 30 years want to go back to school, but their benefits, education benefits, have expired. Man, I, I, I bet a lot of people didn't realize that. I, I didn't realize that until I went to the training and learned it. So now somebody who signs into the military, they serve their time, they can literally use those education benefits anytime after they get out. And that's what they say. Wow, that, that, I mean, that, that's a big difference. But I'll tell you, a great partner is uh, at MTSU. They have the uh, Charlie and Hazel Daniels Veterans and Military Families Center. And they actually, um, the VA has an education counselor there that can look up the veterans' benefits and they can tell them how much they have left, even for ones who may have already gone and, and took a year of college already so they could see how many months or a dollar amount that they have left on that. And they've been a great partner with helping veterans uh, with those benefits and using them right at MTSU, and as I, I presume you know, uh, MTSU has the largest veteran student population of any other college or university in the state of Tennessee. Wow, I, I didn't realize that. Yes, sir. About uh, a thousand students. A thousand who served in the military, and, and then you also have a large number of students who are there to go into the military as well, so it, it's, yeah. They do, they have a very robust <laughs> ROTC program. And with the aid of uh, General Huber, who um, Dr. McPhee talked into coming in and taking that, and he told Dr. McPhee, he said, I'm not going to be your token general to come in and start this program, but he's taken it from zero to uh, it's one of the top five-rated um, programs in a, at a university in the entire country. Wow. So, uh, General Huber, is, uh, thank you for everything you've done. Another benefit that I'm sure a lot of veterans don't think about, that is a, it, the death benefits. Because when, if you're married to somebody who is in the military, uh, a lot of those military members signed up for an additional benefit of five to $10,000 at their passing that could be used at the funeral or, or wherever they need it. Um, but how, how do you go about educating surviving spouses that hey there could be an extra you know an extra life insurance policy here for you that you didn't know about one at a time <laughs> uh, well usually what i do is i'll tell veterans especially veterans who are in their 60s 70s 80s uh bring your spouse with you because i'll talk with the spouse most of the appointment and not the veteran because i'm one thing that you have to think of uh, what you're referring to uh, is actually an insurance policy through the Department of Defense. And, and I think most S veterans sign up for that right. while they're boot camp. So, so you, you, if you have a veteran who had that life insurance policy and the veteran retired from military service and they had VA benefits and they may have succumbed to one of their VA disabilities, and the VA rates it a service-connected death, you're talking about multiple agencies. All I have access to is Veterans Benefits Administration, which are the ones who do the monetary compensation in different forms. But with that insurance plan and getting a portion of the veteran's retirement, 
that goes through the defense finance and accounting services, which we try to help the surviving spouse uh, navigate all that. I've called the defense finance and accounting services on behalf of many widows. Uh, so we, we have the contacts, uh, even though we can't do it all, uh, we do have the contacts. We know where to find the answers. It, it is all very overwhelming, I'm sure, for a lot of people, very confusing, because there are a lot of different avenues you have to go down just to figure out one benefit versus another. There's different offices you have to go to for everything. And one of the challenges maybe with the VA is that they don't necessarily talk to each other. So if you're in the medical portion of the VA getting benefits, they don't talk to, like they don't even- like, They're the Veterans Health Administration. Right. and that's totally different than the benefits people. So you have to resubmit your paperwork to both sides to get things from both sides. You know, I, I can't imagine if you just lose your spouse and you're trying to deal with that and then also figure out how to cover different costs while also trying to figure out how to navigate you know the the VA and and everything else and the benefits. Well, luckily we have uh, good funeral directors at most of the funeral homes in Rutherford County, and they'll take care of the immediate stuff like getting an American flag for the coffin, calling and getting an honor guard to come out for the funeral um, if they wish or they've already been pre-registered. Uh, getting everything that needs to get done right up to going to say the middle tennessee veteran cemetery and they'll take care of all that and then they'll hand all that paperwork to the spouse surviving spouse uh, along with my card and said so this is who you need to save for the rest of the benefits so we do have that relationship and, and some pretty good funeral directors in this county let's try to fit in one phone call at least number 615-893-1450 good morning you're on wgns yeah i just want to comment on something i was in the national guard for six years there's hundreds of guys out there like me that don't have enough active duty time to qualify for no benefits. What's funny, the government sent me a letter telling me I could have a VA loan, which I got. I don't understand how they could give me part of the benefits and not give me the rest of it. I can't even go over to VA and get asked after spending all the time serving my country. I can't even get American flags for my funeral. I just think it's ridiculous. Somebody needs to look into that and give us some credit for what we did. And I'll, I'll hang up and listen. Thank you for calling. Well, unfortunately, that caller is correct. Um, anybody who serves in the National Guard and of reserves, uh, they're on state orders, usually signed by the governor or by the general in charge of the state guard and, and reserves unless they are activated and actually deployed into a combat situation uh, most likely they will not have uh, meet the requirements for federal benefits because once a national guard member or a reservist is activated um, then they'll go, they're going, they could possibly meet the requirements. The requirements are that a veteran has to have had, well, since October 1st of 1983, prior to 1983, so you're talking about Vietnam and all that, uh, they only had to have served 181 consecutive days with honorable discharge. 
Now it's 24 consecutive months or one day in combat or you have a medical condition that was caused while you were on federal active duty orders. Uh, but yeah, if they don't meet that requirement, if it's a gentleman, like he said, he was in the guard for six years, was probably never activated. So he was only on state orders. Um, the only thing that I know of is the National Guard, um, uh, National Guard, it's the families um, and, and troop support. And they do have some outlets that they can you know go to and get certain different types of benefits i don't have that information right here on me uh, but they do have a good crew uh, and they travel around i mean even the uh, the representative for the national guard family and troop support uh, out of i think it was carthage they came down for our veterans partnership meeting last friday so people are getting involved and we're trying to identify those outlets but unfortunately he's correct if you never had federal service or you never served in combat uh, unless you were uh, title 32 which is the national guard people who uh, put on a uniform every day like the 118th fighter wing up in nashville who keeping our fingers crossed, might move back down here to Smyrna. Uh, so, but them, and then you have active reservists, Title 11. Uh, so they, they get, um, because they're, they're on federal orders when they're on those missions. So they, if they have the 24 consecutive months or the one day in combat or get injured, uh, like a lot of them in the Air Force, uh, hearing loss, uh, then they can be eligible for VA benefits. I wish I had a better answer. <laughs> As we close out this morning, because we're already out of time, again, that new office for veterans to come in and, uh, you know, just sit down and talk or learn about benefits that may be available to them is right there on Memorial Boulevard or directly off Memorial. And again, the address to type in to find it was what? 439 Rice Street. 439 Rice Street. And uh, Mayor Ketchman, do you know if this, uh, if the air group is going to move back into Smyrna? The uh, what was it? The 118th Fighter Wing. Uh, basically, I was told when the National Guard had their uh, annual meeting out at Embassy Suites uh, sometime earlier this year, I was told by General Holmes, who was our Adjutant General for for the Tennessee National Guard, that uh, he had some money, 30 million, so set aside. And the attempt is because Metro airport international airport is really wanting to push everything out that's why um stevens uh, beach stevens just recently moved to smyrna so they would really like i think that's their long-range plan is to get everything out of nashville and down to smyrna and that would be a huge economic impact to our community definitely and again for more information you can just stop by the office are they open you open monday through friday or what days are you open yes sir the the veteran services office for va benefits is monday through friday 8 a.m to 4 30 p.m and in certain cases we make exceptions and can meet veterans who have jobs to meet them when they can and then online at rutherfordvetcenter.com 
That's correct. All right. Sounds good. Well, thank you both for joining us. And Mayor Ketron, thank you for being on with us this morning. Yes, sir. And uh, we'll post this podcast in just a little while to our website. But again, thanks for, for being with us today. Thank, thank you. you for having us on. Time thanks, right Scott. now, 9 o'clock. You're listening to WGNS. Local news and more comes your way next.